Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the Denver Dave podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Denver Dave, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Hey Dave. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, they were, they took it seriously on their contract holdouts, didn't they, the rest yes. of our, our yeah, crew? absolutely. <laughs> not paid them what they're asking for. Yeah, pre-season is over, basically, but uh, not for three of our guys. Um, so what's happening? We've got Philly size in Tenerife. The yep. king's still in Ireland, probably buying some land or something, or working on a hard border. And it's uh, big for a potato. <laughs> and we think Punk is looking to develop a new kind of helmet so the one good player on his team can actually play this season. So. It's harsh. <laughs> but true. So here we go, guys. Uh, football is happening in just two days' time, where we've got the Green Bay Packers against the Chicago Bears, I believe. Is that right, Dave? Yep. Excellent few. Um, yeah, Thursday night, we finally can talk about some actual NFL football. Until then, we've got some other things to talk about. Maybe a shorter pod than the last couple, because we're not going through all 16 teams from each conference. Um, but there's a couple of massive uh, trades that happened over the last few days. And obviously, it was cut season, so about 1,500 players lost their jobs. Um, so we'll look at some of the players that have moved around briefly. And then, of course, we'll have to get the picks for week one. So I'll ask Dave for some of those uh, predictions there. Am I doing them? Yeah. Well, you're here. Oh, wow. so. okay. <laughs> we'll both do that. Am I going against anyone? Uh, well, I'm going to try and get the King's picks in before uh, Thursday. Okay. If I can get hold of him, then I'll let you know. <laughs> so uh, let's move on then to the first bit of news. And that was that Jadevion Clowney, one of the best outside linebackers in the league, has been traded from the Houston Texans. He was a former number one overall pick. And he is now with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Houston got Markavius Mingo and Jake Martin, who's also a defensive end from uh, Seattle, and a 2020 third round pick. Which is what I said on the last pod. I said it would be a third round. Ah, but you didn't know about Markavius Mingo (laughs) or that juice. I did say that there would be a player involved, though. (laughs) Yeah, but Jake Martin as well. I don't know who he is. Feel that fruit. I've got no idea who he is. Ah, (laughs) that dampens it a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I know that much at least Chris Martin Chris Martin yeah sorry that hasn't worked Um, so the way it breaks down for you Dave is that uh, Seattle is going to pay 8 million of his 15 uh, million salary and Houston are going to cover the remaining 7 million of a signing bonus that's a terrible trade I thought they were covering all of it (laughs) well the problem for Houston was that Seattle aren't going to use the franchise tag on Clowney which means that he can be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the next season Ah. so he is set to make a buttload of money yeah. in 2020. Yeah, because highest paid linebacker at the moment is Khalil Mack. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, and then it's Miller, I believe, after that. So Miller's on 17, Mack's on 21. So he'll be earning around about there. I mean, Jadevion's already looking at just under 16 million oh, yeah. anyway. Yeah. So he's fine. You know. No, I'm not going to cry for him. <laughs> and also, he's gone into a team that is known for hard hitting defense. So. Yep. Um, there was noise be- last week when we were talking about it that he wanted to go to somewhere like Seattle or Philadelphia because they were playoff teams last year. He rebuffed Miami and uh, Washington. I think it's a good move for Seattle. There was no, in retrospect, there's no way he's going to Miami. Let's be fun. No, let's be fun. Well, not now. He probably knew something we didn't at yeah, the time as well. But um, I think it's a good move for Seattle. Yep. Uh, obviously, Houston knew they couldn't keep hold of him. He was set to probably sit out a large chunk if not all of the season anyway so you've got to do something for him and they probably feel that a 2020 third round pick um, and yeah. a couple of extra players is, is going to well hopefully cover that off and let's be honest you'd probably rather 
live in Seattle than <laughs> Houston. I don't know. I can say that. It's I'm warmer going to in Se- Houston. I'm, I'm going to Seattle in like five weeks. Houston's, so I'm quite happy. Houston's actually not a bad place, is it, in yeah. the whole of Texas? There's some like artsy stuff going on in Houston. I hadn't thought we were going to talk about the city of Houston too much uh, in terms of what else is going on apart from NFL, but thanks for that, Dave. So, <laughs> so there we go. That was the first major bit of news that happened last week. Um, and then on Saturday later on, we thought Houston were going to be done. They were not done. Uh, they made they are a, done. They, well, got, they got done. Well, well, they made a monster trade with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, how are we going to go through this? So Houston have now got Laramie Tunsil, left tackle, obviously, uh, and Kenny Stills, wide receiver. And they got a 2024th round pick and a 2021 sixth round pick. But for all that goodness, Dave, they've handed over... Um, well, let's talk about picks more than players. A 2020 first round pick, a 2021 first round pick, and a 2021 second round pick. And they've uh, also given over Julian Davenport, who was their left tackle last season, and Johnson Badamosi, cornerback, who was a former Browns free agent back in 2012. So they got rid of... So they got in... They, they switched left tackles. Um, a defensive back, who was an yep. unrestricted free agent for a Browns team that lost every game. Yeah. And a left tackle... For the quarterback who got hit the most times last season. Absolutely. Bravo. <laughs> well, for Miami, they weren't so much worried about the players. It was more the picks for next year, right? Let's let's yeah. have it right. That's where yeah, the real gold is. Um, of course, it's now saying that Miami are tanking the entire season. Which is it's fair to valid. say that now. I remember we, we had this conversation in one of our earlier pods and you said it'd be very very difficult for a front office to tell Brian Flores who is the new head coach in Miami he's a rookie that in your first ever job we're going to tank the season and you're going to lose almost every game yeah yeah turns out it's not that difficult to tell (laughs) they still did it yeah they still done it I'd also like to retract what I said about the Miami Dolphins maybe having an alright season this year because that was before this happened no in our first in our first episode I said the Colts will be alright yeah, and I said the Dolphins might be all right. And you I said think. Dol- yeah, so <laughs> O and two. <laughs> yes. What do we know, eh? Yeah. Well, well you know, things change. To us, it's your own bloody fault, anyway. Things change, Dave. That's what happens, you know. Yeah. Um, Is it let's, value? Let's, let well, let's not, talk about want... Houston then first, shall we? Yeah. Let's talk about Houston and what what they're going to look like in the next couple of years, because let's first of all talk about the O line. So the O-line now consists of Larry Tunsil at left yep. tackle. Great. Titus Howard, left guard, was their first round pick yep. this year. So a rookie. Then the centre is Nick Martin, who was a second round pick in 2016. Uh, Max Sharping, who was their second round pick this year at right guard. Right tackle, Ciantro Henderson, who was a seventh round pick for the Bills in 2014. This is his second season in Houston. So he was there last year when Deshaun Watson was getting beaten up. Yeah. And so they've now got two rookies on that line. You'd rather have a rookie guard as opposed to a rookie tackle, though. You it's would. not too bad. I mean, we've got a rookie left tackle now, a uh, left guard in Dalton Reisner. Yeah. And I again, you'd rather have a rookie guard than a rookie tackle, so it's not too much of an issue. Yep. The fact is, they've got a very, very good left tackle now. 26 years old as well, so... Yep. So potentially got him for another... Got another 10 eight, years. 8 years, 9 years, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's no doubt that it makes them a better football team. Um, yes, in in the short term, yeah. In well, potentially, as you're saying, for a decade. But the issue is going to be the draft picks that have come. <laughs> it just is. I mean, the other thing that is going to that has probably gone under the radar is this trade for the Kenny Stills as well. 
Yeah, no one's talked about Kenny Stills, have they? But that's not a bad pickup. No, it's not. And if you look at them, they've got a okay wide receiver. I know you love him. I'm joking. Oh, wow. <laughs> look on your face. Wow. <laughs> no, so they've got a very good wide receiver on one side. Mm. The other side, Will Fuller. If I he's healthy, really like Will touchdown Fuller, machine. But he always, always gets injured every season. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't rely on Fedora Ritz. No, let's be honest. No, they tried out Demarius Thomas for a little yes, while. He got injured. Then was we'll going to say they, we'll talk about him later. Yeah, he, he will appear later on. He will. Um, so it, it, it's not the worst trade. It's just they've given up too much. If it had been a first and a second, yeah. without those, you know, the three and the four that went the other way, mm. without those, you kind of go okay. the fourth and the sixth, fourth and sixth, whatever it was. You kind of look at it and go, okay, that feels about right. It's a bit much, but it feels about right. I guess it's because you're tanking in two years' time your first and second round picks. You're completely mm. stymieing 2021's draft. Well, I spoke to Punk about this, and one he one thing he said is... Oh, was he there? <laughs> no, yeah, I spoke to him today. Right. Uh, no, yesterday. And the one thing he said is, oh, it makes the uh, Khalil Mack trade looks pretty good now, doesn't it? I was like, yes. <laughs> He'll look for any chink of light in that one. <laughs> It certainly does. So for Houston, their picks, just, just very quickly, their picks for next year's draft, they haven't got a first-round pick. They've got one second. They've got two-thirds, thanks to that ca- uh, clowny trade. Uh, they've got only one fourth-round pick. So they added one for the Tunsil trade, but they lost one for t- picking up Duke Johnson. Yeah. So there's only one pick in the fourth round, a fifth, no, nothing in the sixth, and a seventh. And in 2021, they've only got a third-round pick, a fourth-round pick, a fifth, two sixths, and a seventh at the moment. Yeah. But this isn't the first time they've lost a first round draft pick, so not the draft. Well, no, but gone. they moved up for Deshaun Watson. So, well, not the draft just gone the one before. Mm. They lost their first round pick That's because Brock of Brock Osweiler. Yeah, and the Browns picked up Denzel Ward. Yes, I believe so. Effectively, they would have had a star corner if they'd have gone for him, or they could have had Bradley Chubb, or they could have had yeah, him, yeah, yeah. etc. Et so, there's precedent for it. I don't yeah. know if that was a Bill, o- Bill O'Brien <laughs> trade or not. <laughs> he was there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> securing his job. What, 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 what? What's your What's your opinion on Bill O'Brien? So anyone who doesn't know, Bill O'Brien is the head coach. I don't know how many. I don't know if this is his first role or whatever. He's first the head, head coaching role. Yeah, he's the head coach. They fired their GM recently. Yeah. So Bill O'Brien's kind of doing it all. Yeah, caretaker GM, and he's doing it all. Well, he certainly made the. What's yeah, your opinion? He's made on it really that? exciting for a new GM to come in. Um, well, Bill O'Brien went through the Belichick uh, defensive coaching tree, so he was the defensive coordinator for the Pats for a while, and that's why he got when, his name up. When, when, what era? What early two thousands? Oh, okay, so back in the day. Yeah, Not, so winning okay. some Super Bowls, that kind of thing. You know, um, it's a bit like Pete Carroll and Dan Quinn. You know, so you, you, or Todd Bowles. You make a name for yourself as a good coordinator in a in a winning team. Yeah, uh, Bill O'Brien was the same thing. So he's he's then known for his defense. Houston picked him up thinking they'd rub a bit of the Belichick magic off onto them. It uh, hasn't really worked. Um, I think he's a he's an average uh, head coach. You know, maybe one of those guys that is probably better as a coordinator than, than head coach material, but that's what Houston have got. You know, they've always managed to balls up stuff when they've had a chance to, to be really good. So uh, it's, it's certainly very interesting what they're doing there because... One day they're shoring up the line, but then they're going to be kicking themselves, you know, for the next couple of years that they've missed out on these picks. I'm sure they'll, they'll maneuver around and they'll try and do other things, but I, I really liked Devion Clowney, and I think there are other things they could have done 
so uh, with, with their with their off season. To be honest, forget about the draft picks for a moment. Yeah, let's just purely look at the players. With Clowney out, yep, Tunsil and Sills in, yeah, Stills, yeah, Stills. Are they a better team with their current lineup or with Clowney? Yeah, I think, and also Duke Johnson as well. That's an upgrade um, at running Let's, back. I mean, forget about that for a minute. Well, no, because that helps Deshaun Watson. No, no, no I'm just saying. With, <laughs> without, with, would you rather have Clowney yeah. and no Tunsil and Stills or the other way around? Because it potentially yeah, turns you from you see, a defense first team to an offense first team the big problem is that JJ Watt gets injured a lot he does so exactly. all of a sudden you're a team that can go okay we've lost JJ Watt we've still got Clowney they don't have a great secondary either. well no but I think when you look at it Dave you can count the, the, the premier left tackles on one hand in the league yeah. and I think it's easier to an outside linebacker than it is to find a left tackle so that's probably the calculation they've made yeah. is that okay we've got our franchise got back into Sean Watson he's taken a pound in we can't. We've seen what happened with Andrew Luck in the same division. You can't keep letting your guy take these hits. We've got to reinforce it, and they've they've made the move to to secure Deshaun Watson. Yeah, just overpaid, Duke yeah. Johnson's a really good pass catching running back, so I think they've put themselves in a much better position to succeed on offense this year. Uh, defense will have to hope that JJ Watt stays healthy. Yep, because Honey Badger's gone, um, Jackson's gone, and all yeah, the guys yeah, boy, yeah. I mean, cornerbacks they used to have that are really good are gone as well. So. Um, let's talk about the Dolphins then quickly because yep. they were the other side of this this trade um, load of picks they also um, traded away Kiko Alonso just to make sure they were cleaning house yeah. uh, they moved <laughs> him to the Saints that's 4 million off the books so that's not bad and they got Vince Beagle <laughs> in return isn't he a dog well a Beagle is Beagle, but yeah. Vince Beagle I don't know um, he I only know. cost 645,000 the so. only thing I know about Vince Beagle is he likes, to, he likes to hunt in packs yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Let's do, so we talked about uh, Texans O line getting better. Uh, let's look at the Miami O line. At left tackle, they've now got Julian Davenport, um, yeah. fourth round pick in 2017 for the Texans. Uh, yeah, that says all you need to know. They've got Michael Dieter, their um, third round pick as a rookie at left guard. Daniel Kilgore, center. He spent seven years in San Francisco and has had one in Miami already. Uh, Jesse Davis at right guard it's his third season with the Dolphins and at right tackle is Isaiah Prince who was the sixth round rookie draft pick elite <laughs> that lineup says to me so you've got elite. two rookies in that line in that O-line now and you've got Julian Davenport who was uh, <laughs> like a turnstile basically yeah um, it's not looking good for either Fitzpatrick or Josh Rosen I mean Josh Rosen's got the, the worst deal in history hasn't he he gets Picked up by the cards who get him smacked around yeah, for an entire season. Terrible Goes to the Dolphins, who are now tanking for a quarterback next year. So yeah. um, it's not gone his way, I don't think. But karma's a bitch, so I'm not <laughs> overly really sad for like him. him. Do you? Well, no, it's the attitude, I think. Oh. You know, He thought he was all that, and he, you know, I don't think he is. Wow. Simple as that, Dave. I've not, I've not met him, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we think of that O-line, Dave? Are you, uh, are you at all excited about that? Um, I think there's a fairly good chance that they are the worst team in football at the moment or they're going to be because they're, they're trying yeah they're trying their bloody hardest um, the, the thing that's really gonna I, I'm trying to get my Wi-Fi's garbage at the minute I'm trying to get the Dolphins fixtures up so I want to know right. what, what pass rushes they're 
um, coming up against. <laughs> if I if say if anything more against, than the stiff breeze, and they might be in trouble. Yeah, if they come up against, I don't know, the Rams or something. Aaron Donald. <laughs> He's going to get done for attempted yeah, but murder. you won against Aaron Donald. No, I know. But if you've got a line that's cobbled together and if you add all of their draft picks together, they only add, add up to, well, they add up to about 300. Yeah. It's it's not looking good. So I'm trying to get the fixtures <laughs> up, but I can't do it at the minute. So Doesn't matter. Nope. Doesn't matter. Well, if you're, if you're despairing at the O-line for the Dolphins, at least they can look to the future then. And let's have a look at the 2020 uh, draft count they've got now. So they've got two picks in the first round, theirs and Houston's. Two in the second, theirs and the Saints. They've got uh, two picks in the third as a compensatory pick for Jawan James. They've got a fourth round pick. They've got two fifth round picks as a comp for the Cam Wake trade. Two in the sixth, that's Dallas's pick. And two in the seventh, that's Kansas City's pick. Jesus. So many picks. And of course, they can bundle up some of those lower picks to move up again yeah. and get another third. That's exactly first. what I was going to think. You're, you're um, immediately going to be looking at teams who need numbers. Um yeah, yeah, they're 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 going to be picking high. They're stacked, and also twenty twenty one, they haven't given up any of their their seven picks, and they've got an extra first and second in there, so they've got nine picks already for twenty twenty one. Yeah. Now, of course, they could sell them off for even more next year. You just don't know what they're going to do. Um, depends on if they're waiting for Dexter Lawrence to to come out in twenty twenty one at quarterback, or whether they're going to go for a quarterback next year. Too well. Maybe too well. I don't know. Uh, maybe Justin Herbert. Or Jalen Hurds. There's there's a couple of names out there already that are being touted, but uh, I think it's going to be interesting. We we rarely get to see a team properly try and tank out for you know all the draft picks. The the Browns did it for a while. They played a bit of money, ball. yeah, but that was unintentional. <laughs> yeah, it was unintentional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think suck for luck was the uh, was the last time I really yeah. remember a team. Almost. Yeah. I don't want to say doing it on purpose, but well, pretty much <laughs> as close as you could. Yeah, yeah, they got it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so those are the two big moves. Obviously, there were a lot of other smaller moves. Yeah. Uh, so let's just uh, run through those quickly then. LeSean McCoy, he was released by the Bills, but he signed with the Kansas City Chiefs on a one-year $4 million deal following his release. I thought you were going to say following his release from, from prison. prison. Well, he's not, no, he's not out of the woods yet. No, I know. Um, Rumour is the Chargers offered him a similar deal, but yep. uh, he wanted to work with Andy Reid again. So a ringing endorsement of Andy Reid there. Yeah, it's not a shock. No. And it's easy to walk into that offense as well, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Hyde, another running back, traded to the Texans in exchange for offensive tackle Martinez Rankins. Isn't it about? Isn't it Carlos Hyde's like fourth or fifth team in? He has years? started knocking around the league, hasn't he? Has. he? Yeah. Well, he's just not that good. He's alright. And he's got found out, to be honest. He had one good season, and uh, it's all gone downhill since then. Josh Doxson, so the former Skins receiver, has been picked up by the Vikings on a one-year deal. I said last week he'd move. Taken in the first round in 2016, uh, and Achilles kept him out most of his rookie season. Didn't do much in the last two either. So, skins are finally moving on from from Josh Doxson. Yeah, they I made s- they made some uh, wide receiver picks in the draft anyway, so they're covered. I think I said last week I thought he'd move, and I thought he'd move just before the trade deadline. Nostradamus. I'm ahead of my time, you see. Nostradamus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Demarius Thomas. We uh, teased him earlier. He was unable to make the 53 man roster with the Patriots. But an ankle injury for first-round pick Nikhil Harry meant uh, Bill made a phone call to bring him back in again. So, yeah. lucky you, Demarius. He's probably just hit redial and just went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I told you 10 minutes ago? Yeah. Scrub that, come back soon. <laughs> You're on the plane yet? Yeah. Okay, get back. Uh, That's a good sign-in. Talk to him about Demarius Thomas. Is he still worth it? I'm a fan 31. of Demarius Thomas's, without any shadow of a doubt. Okay. Um, last season, he had... 
weirdly, um, his and Emmanuel Sanders' careers have kind of gone together for quite some time. And right. they both fell over with Achilles injuries at almost the same time last <laughs> yeah. season. Um, it depends how he comes back. Uh, right. I dare say that they've uh, tested his ankle out. Um, that may have been one of the reasons as to why they released him, but they brought him back straight away. It's a good signing. It's someone who knows where to run. No, he's got good hands. I know you're not his biggest fan. No, but I mean, all you've got to do is catch a seven-yard pass. How difficult is that? <laughs> at most. And the good thing he is good. At, the one thing that he can do is fool a cornerback with his movement. So a lot of so I was watching a uh, video with Xavier Rhodes, and one thing that he said was reading the mirrors. Thomas was very difficult. Mm. So he's not necessarily explosive. He's not going to torch you down the field, but you don't know when it's a go route, when it's show, when it's yeah. It's that kind of thing. So that's going to help massively, especially with those nine-yard arrows that uh, <laughs> is going to be coming his way. And in the uh, least surprising news of the week, Jacoby Brissett has just signed a two-year, $30 million contract extension. That includes $20 million guaranteed. Yep. Uh, the 26-year-old was in the final year of a deal that counted just $2.025 million against the cap. Uh, the Colts have also picked up Brian Hoyer on a three-year, $12 million deal after Hoyer failed to secure the Pats' backup job against Garrett Stidham. I'm very, very pleased that Brian Hoyer's gone there. Because? Because the Broncos are in prim. <laughs> so, yeah. Without wanting to turn this into the Bron- what the Broncos did, but... <laughs> or didn't we, we had Brett Ri- Rippon. You've already got Ripon. Joe Flacco, mate. You're set. We had Brett Rippon or Brett Ripon. I don't know what his name is. Kevin Hogan as our um, two guys fighting for the... Uh, potential backup spot um, we released them both got rid of yeah. both of them okay. um, put Drew Locke on IR and went and signed a guy who so I what's haven't... happened to Drew Locke now uh, he's got a thumb injury he'll be recalled he's out okay. for five six weeks something like that it's right. major. wouldn't surprise me if he sat the whole season because you can only pull two players back off IR mm-hmm. um, we've currently got Jake Butt shock horror on IR <laughs> um, Theo Riddick and Jake Locke Drew Locke Jake Luck, Drew Luck. <laughs> yeah. So you can only pull back two of those. So it wouldn't surprise me if we sit him the whole year and just let him practice. Wouldn't surprise me. Too okay. Much. Anyway, right. I'm very happy that Hoy has gone there because yep. we were in for him, and I didn't want that to happen. No one wants that to happen. No, you've had enough uh, QB controversy, haven't you? But it's also the fact that he played under Rich Scaniello at uh, San Francisco, which right. made me think he knows the scheme. We're going to end up getting him. That obviously <laughs> didn't happen, which I'm very happy about. So no, I yeah. Happy that he's gone there and he's not with us. Probably a good signing. Mm. Um, he knows the league. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And I think we covered Jacoby Brissett not long ago. We did, just about. Yeah, wish him luck. He's going to need it. <laughs> okay, let's take a quick break then, Dave. Come yep. back for part two. Yep. Welcome back, guys, to part two of the Jim and the Denver Dave NFL podcast. <laughs> this is Jim and Denver Dave. Are we actually going to go for a name change? No, we won't. We no, no. <laughs> we are bringing back the crew through the weeks, but uh, for this whole preseason, it's just been me and the holding it down. Uh, we've been through the news of the big uh, movements. Obviously, a lot of people got cut, but uh, I'm sure they'll be all right. Oh, I wanted to say Sue Cravens got cut from the Broncos. That was a big surprise. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Was that your surprised face? No, it's my, it's my cum face. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! I wish I'd never seen that. Uh, right. So before we go for the picks, then Dave, yeah. uh, I want to string us out a little bit more because we're right on the cusp of the season. But maybe we can throw out some teams that we want to watch, players we want to watch, people we don't. Nah, nah, nah. 
So I'm going to throw it to you first then. So what is the team, other than the Broncos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're putting a ban on this that you're not I can't to pick select. the Steelers, you can't pick the Broncos. Yep. And I can't pick the Steelers either because you're what? rubbish. <laughs> oh, and the Broncos are shite. <laughs> no, because if I pick the Steelers, everyone will just go, oh, you're sucking Jim's dick, which I'm not, obviously not going to do. So No. You no could matter, you could no, pick the Steelers. No matter how I, much you're going to ask me to. So. You just incorporated that rule. I didn't say we had to not pick the other yeah, person's no, I was team. doing it on the fly. I'm not going to pick the Steelers. You know I'm not going to pick the Broncos. That's the only reason no, you're getting ahead of this right now. <laughs> Damn it. Right, come on, give me a team other than the Broncos or the Steelers that you are looking forward to watch this season then. There's two. Oh, yeah. First one yeah. is not the team I'm actually going to pick. So I'm only going to narrow it down to one. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings. Because I think... Cousins has got a bit of a chip on his shoulder. The line's a bit better. The run game will still be there if Dalvin Cook's going. Wide receivers are very, very good. They could be a really, really, really exciting team to watch. But they've still got that ability to get beat and trounced by the Bills that we all saw last we season. We did, as well. yeah. So I think you're going to get that two sides of the ball. Okay. The other one, Packers. Oh, give off. What? I just, I this season, I think they it could be a really, really good season for them. I think they're going to be very entertaining to watch. It's Rogers' first season as a head coach. Um, they've got a good run game. Wide receivers are looking good. Yeah, just a very, very good team. I want to throw the Jets in there as well, but I'm not too interested in the Jets. So Packers <laughs> is my team. I'm most looking forward to watching. I can't believe you said the So two NFC North teams there. Yes. Oh, geez. What's okay. Yours? All right. Well, I think the one the one that could be the most exciting could be actually the Arizona Cardinals. Well, it's not the most exciting. It's the one that you're most looking forward to seeing. Yeah, good, I know, but if, the, if it reason. works, if this air raid system works and they <laughs> manage to get it going. It see, Christian work. Kirk had a really good rookie season, okay? I think Andy Isabella is a very good slot receiver. Kyler Murray is a very good quarterback, despite what the preseason might have um, mistakenly shown you. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens when they all get together. Uh, David Johnson is a premier running back, I think, yeah, it's still fair to say. In 2017, yeah. Uh, give off. He didn't really play in 2017. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they get up to because out of all the, this is the kind of most college style offense, and I always like to see a new kind of offense come into the league, unless it's the Ravens. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I just think that, that that could be, like you said with the Vikings, this could be a really explosive offense they've got there. Yeah, they do a lot of mesh concepts, and I'm looking forward to see how it works. So yours is the cards. Yes. Okay. Do you want to put an honourable mention in there? <laughs> so if the who who's the team who you're really looking forward to other than the cards then? Um, I think that's the answer. If no one's coming to mind straight away, that's probably your answer. There's no the cards are the standout team. You, you could put the 49ers in there just because I've been banging that drum to say I want to see Garoppolo play a whole season with Jarrett McKinnon. At, at what point do you stop being interested? Not you generally, seriously. <laughs> I'd love to see San Francisco have this great season that they promised for so They're long. After what point do you just stop caring? I think they've got one of the best GMs in the league there and they got all the, the yeah. one of the best offensive minded head coaches there as well so it's only a matter of time before that all gels in they, they've got a, a steady path to success that's going on there Dave and I like what they're Let's doing let's see week three podcast when you open up with Jimmy Garoppolo's new <laughs> ACL injury yeah. yeah but that's not their fault if he gets an ACL injury unless they you know haven't protected him well enough yeah you can't say an injury you know, that's I'm not just, their fault I'm just completely blase about the 49ers I'm sorry well, I know you are but you asked me what mine was so mm. An honourable mention. I had to wait and think about it. So, uh, okay. So we've talked about a team that you want to watch. Yeah. How about a player then, Dave? What um, player are you looking forward to seeing this season? So, other than the obvious ones. Yeah, other than the obvious ones. 
and other than any Broncos or <laughs> Steelers players again yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, Alvin Kamara. I know it's an obvious one. That but is an obvious one. Why yeah. would you say Alvin Kamara? Taysom Hill. Because I love oh those little God. gadgets. I, I just find his plays entertaining. I just find him entertaining. Mm. Um, the player that I'm most looking forward to watching, Jacoby Brissett. Okay. Just because it's it's somewhat of an unknown mm. and it's his big chance and he's had chances before when Luke got injured he had uh, he yeah, came in from yeah. um, New England and had a chance didn't really work for him this is now his big opportunity and I really want to buy into the story I kind of hope that All or Nothing is there they're doing I hope that they're the All or Nothing team um, the Amazon series next year and you get to follow it and I hope they're six I don't want them to win it don't get me wrong <laughs> go nuts um, but I'd love him to have that whole down and out story come back and really have a good season and that's what I'm really looking forward to seeing and also Nick Foles oh you've just stolen my thunder because I was going to say there's a bigger QB story that's coming out I think Brissett's is bigger it's not it is Foles has already had his success it's already yeah but he's always success. been classed as the backup Oh, I know, the poor guy when he won that Super Bowl. I know, oh, became MVP and then still was the backup. <laughs> it's like, come on, give this guy some props. So yeah, I'm going Brissette with Foles as an honourable mention. Well, I'm going Foles. Stealing your thunder. I'm, I'm not, there's no honourable mention here. I mean, this is his chance. He's now been given the keys to an offense. Not a great offense, by That's any means. Terrible. It's got a, It's got a good line. Mm. It's, it's got like a good when, line and it's got a running back that should be better than he is. It's like in 1996 when Damon Hill won the world title with Williams then moved That's to Arrows. Cut. That is a deep cut. Well, he'd, he'd go in there. <laughs> moved to Arrows. That's what he's done. Yeah. His teammate's Pedro Donitz. That's where he is. <laughs> it's so deep. I mean, I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I operate really exclusively in the 90s. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're a Broncos fan. Yeah. All right. So, no, yeah, uh, they could have done more for him, obviously, with wide receiver, but you know, or tight end. But um, there's a ground and pound style thing, and I think that Nick Foles is qualified enough to work for his progressions and actually make that offense work. Okay. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Nick Foles does with the keys to that yeah. that, off, that franchise. I agree. Uh, so we talked about two established, well, established D players there, yes. non rookies. Give me a rookie then, Dave, that you want to watch. So. You know one of the players who I'm a massive fan of, Bryce Love. Yeah. Huge fan of Bryce Love. Mm. However, he's going to be out injured for some time. <laughs> There's a shocker. Yeah. Well, it's not a... I don't think it's actually, it's a recurrence of the ACL injury. No, but injuries have affected his draft stock, Massively. which is why... He um, go first for anyone round. that doesn't know, he finished in the year that Mayfield and um, Lamar Jackson came first and second in the Heisman Trophy, Bryce Love was third. So it shows he's got some pedigree. Yeah. Uh, the other rookie I'm really looking forward to seeing is our first overall pick from last year. Yeah. Kyler Murray. Okay. But so in keeping with my Cardinals idea I, that... It's more out of pure curiosity as much as anything. I really hope he's that guy who's massively exciting to watch. Kind of when Deshaun Watson came out mm-hmm. first without as much running, but you know what I mean? Yeah. That excitement of going, God, this guy's good. I, I want to see if he's got that and it's kind of the RG3 throwback seeing but the obviously the league's changed a lot it's just out of curiosity as much as anything yeah. kind of an obvious pick my first pick would have been Bryce Love I think he went fourth or fifth round overall yeah because of injuries um, I kind of also want to say Darius Geis because I know he's not a rookie he's not a rookie 
But he sat out the entire first season, <laughs> so technically he is. Um, but again, that's out of curiosity as much as anything. So doesn't count in front of the technicality. So it was just an honourable mention. Darius Geis has now been stricken from the record. Okay, you can't have him. Any no team will have him after no more seasons. <laughs> he's not looking great. Hmm. Okay. All offensive players. I'm I'm thinking the same bit as you. I mean, there are loads of good defensive players, so you know yeah. I'm expecting them to do well. But um, the ones that I'm most looking forward to right now. I think one of them is going to be Devin Singletary. Yes. The Buffalo Bills are designed to run the ball, not to throw the ball, uh, because of their quarterback. And Devin Singletary came into a loaded backfield, and he's claimed the spot relatively early on. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do there. Well, first of all, it's it was a surprise to me that they even drafted him, because they went out and got three or four running backs immediately. I think it was TJ Eldon. I mean, Frank yeah. Gore was still there. Um, Shady McCoy was still there there was a lot of people who were still there and he's come through first of all they drafted him which was a shock to me mm-hmm. and then he's come through all of them and he seems to be the first down back it's yeah. weird so he's obviously got something about him well McCoy's gone so they lost that yeah. headache uh, old man Frank Gore's still there yeah. but he's you know he's, he's going to be your third down batter in round he's great as a mentor as well yeah, so that's going to be great for Devin and TJ Eldon is a serviceable um, third down back so, I, I'm going to throw out another prediction. He won't be there by the time free agency, uh, by the time the trade deadline hits. Okay. Someone else will panic and they'll bring him in. Oh, possibly. Possibly. Um, at the same uh, throw of the dice, then Miles Sanders, the running back for the Eagles. That's another one that's come in and seems to have won the starting job straight away. On an offense that is predicated on play action, I think he's going to have a chance to do a lot of movement out of the backfield. Is he going to be starting ahead of Howard? Yeah, I think he's much better than OJ, and sorry than Jordan Howard. Yeah. Jordan Howard isn't actually as good a running back as you think he is. Well, I think he's okay. Uh, he's, there's some there's some good videos, and then Brett Coleman uh, dissected Jordan Howard quite well when he was comparing him to Tariq Cohen, and just saying that Howard's got one cut and that's it. I, and I you much can, much prefer Tariq Cohen. You can nullify Jordan Howard quite easily out of a game plan. Yeah. Um, so the fact that Miles Sanders, I think Miles Sanders is going to be the number one running back there. Jordan Howard is just now an expensive middling running back. And unfortunately, the running back position is one where you can easily get replaced. Yeah. So, but um, the the big one for me then will be Dwayne Haskins. Okay. The guy that fell all the way down to the Redskins, who really needed him, and they've got him. Um, he seems a much more polished quarterback than they probably deserved at that position. I still so, think there's every chance it's going to be Haskins versus Jones week four. Yeah, well, it could be. But... Um, yeah, watching Jones will be something interesting, but for other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I like Jones. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so we've talked about some positives there. How about the team that's going to underachieve the most for you? Uh, so the Detroit Lions award. Um, yeah. It's obviously not going to be the Lions because I think they everyone's expecting them to do what they do. Yeah. You can't be a team that's... It can't be the Dolphins because they're expected now to, yeah. to be terrible. Who's going to be the team that's going to be worse than we're anticipating? Yeah. Okay. Chicago Bears I think there's every chance that that offence is going to let them down considerably and that's okay. where the failure is going to occur really not on that defence okay I think despite the, defense, the fact there's no Vic Fangio despite anymore. the fact I thought Fangio. you were going to say there was the collapse of Rome now that uh, Fangio no, no 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 I think when Caesar died it still took quite a few years before <laughs> before the empire fell yeah um, I that's the even deeper cut though you can't so far back in your analogy it's, it's the fact that 
and this kind of goes what I was saying about and if I didn't say that the Packers and the Vikings would be successful I said they'd be good to watch but it's the NFC North are playing AFC West which means that the Bears are going to be playing against you know the Chiefs the Chargers the Broncos yeah. and so that's going to be three difficult games they've already got three di- six difficult games four six difficult games four maths six um <laughs> Lions are still okay and Lions record against the Bears isn't that bad mm. it's okay so then they've got six difficult games there that it can all of a sudden when you're looking at it that way become a difficult season yeah however the award for the most underachieving team this season will go to the Jaguars of Jacksonville oh just beating up on Big Dick Nick <laughs> I just swinging around I just don't <laughs> see that offense scoring anywhere near enough points if D.D. Westbrook turns out to be a burner he is a good one not just someone who can <laughs> run routes um, then maybe I mean Marquise Lee's back mm-hmm. um, I just don't see it I hope I'm wrong so you're that's your it. big underachiever team is a Jags. team that finished last in the division last year. No, but it? I think a lot of people are expecting him to do better. Oh well, yeah, that's that's the, the forget about <laughs> where right, they finished last right. season. I was only being facetious. Yeah, being I think they're the team who are going to be worse. Okay, now who's yours, Browns? <laughs> Ravens. Well, thanks for answering for me there, Dave. Browns, Ravens, <laughs> <laughs> Falcons. Oh, okay. Falcons yes. are going to achieve the most. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm consistent in my message here. I'm expecting the Falcons to be to be top two in the in the division. They're not going to win the division because the Saints are going to win the division, but they're going to be second. Tell me why I'm wrong. Well, they're not. Okay, that's cool. I think Tell they're going to be well because I think that uh, the Panthers are on an odd year, and every time they're on an odd year, they do well. So that that will do that, and then. The Bucks, I think that you know, I, I quite fancy the Bucks with Bruce Arians there to. to You're buying into the Bucks enough, not completely because that happens every time I buy into the Bucks, but enough so that um, I don't know. It just feels to me that the Falcons are on that really a house build of sand. You know, yeah. I think that Dan Quinn's one of the guys that could be on the hot seat for maybe getting sacked halfway through the season, that kind of thing. Ooh. If it doesn't, if it doesn't start well, they're in some massive problems. Mm. I don't think Dan Quinn's got the personality to get him out of that that hole it, if defensively is, what have they done through the draft defensively you know? well they've, they've showed up their line that's pretty much all they've done because <laughs> they've asked I think it was Lundstrom and I can't remember the other fella's name um, but all they did was in the first two rounds was draft linemen um, I always think with the Falcons though and it was similar last season I know they weren't great but their offence got them out of holes because their offence is so good is that not does that not come count against well I've never really rated Matt Ryan so that's a problem isn't it you yeah know? when you throw um, to Julio Jones though it's, yeah it's easy when you throw into Julio Jones yeah exactly and they've got Julio Jones yeah but Julio Jones has been on the slide the last couple of years like last year and he caught a couple of touchdowns by the end of the season when was it 10 weeks he hadn't caught a touchdown yeah but he's getting it, yards yeah but, he's getting massive amounts of yards and yeah you don't, you, but I just think just Devonta Freeman isn't quite as good as he used to be. Julio Jones isn't quite as good as he used to be. Calvin Ridley's great. Don't get yes. me wrong. But, you know, we've I... seen all their moves. We know what's coming with the Falcons now. And I think that you've seen the results they got last year. They were lucky to finish second. 
Freeman's the interesting one out of all of those that you mentioned, though. I prefer Tevin Coleman, to be honest. Yeah, he's gone 100%. now. So. He's at 49ers? Yeah. yeah. So they've got less options there. Yeah. Um, Austin Hooper's just an average tight end. Yeah, I don't get me wrong, there's better. It's a check down. So, no, I, I think that they've got a, a big chance of kind of imploding. If the season doesn't start well for them, then I, don't, I can't see them really digging themselves out of a hole. Yeah. They got some fickle fans as well. You know, it's a team that had to pump in crowd noise, you know. Hmm. It's not it's not one of those franchises, you know, that really get behind the team. Yeah. Um so I think it could turn quite quickly in Atlanta. It's not an easy division. The Saints have pretty much got it locked up. It is a tough And tough it division. just takes a couple of moves. I think that, you know, if we do see an improvement from Cam, like you said, with his kind of changed throwing motion, mm. if they can get it to McCaffrey more, the Bucks can start doing what they should be doing, then they should be pushing the Falcons a lot lot closer and I think they're it's one of those divisions they could get pushed down. So that's one thing. And also, a lot of people rate the Falcons, and I think they just have their heads stuck in 2016. Okay. Got to move forwards. Is that a dig at me there? <laughs> no, you I take just, it how you want it, Dave. I just think that offense Did I say your name? is strong enough um, <laughs> to win them games that well, other, it wasn't last year. other lesser teams wouldn't necessarily be so much to. So, and the arrival of Dirk Cutter is not enough to change your mind, though. No? <laughs> that's, that's another gift from the Bucks, isn't it? Yeah, like I a know. gift from Mr. Solze. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my underachiever team, I think. Interesting. And the Browns. And the Browns, <laughs> obviously. Can we talk about the Browns for a second? Oh, quickly, quickly. Just, I'll be very quick. Yes, please. Are you buying into this hype? Are you well, buying into I... this? I mean, <laughs> anything anything you're watching for quite a long time in the off season was all about how the Browns are going to be an all conquering team. Yeah, they've got the twenty to one odds now, aren't they? In Vegas, twenty to one to win the Super Bowl, bloody not just hell. to win the bloody division. People don't seem to remember this is the Browns. Yeah, well, until I've seen a full season of them actually getting over five hundred, then I'm not going to buy into it completely. They have got on paper a great team. There's nothing really not to like about their entire offense. Um, and a lot of their defense is really good. Maybe the linebacker core could be a bit better. But cornerbacks, fine. You know, maybe safety. Yeah, so apart from maybe safety and linebackers. I don't even know who their safety is. I can't even name them. Jesus. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree that they have a They're not ready yet. Squad. And also, Freddie Kitchens isn't the head coach. Yeah. So that's going to be difficult. You've got so many personalities in that, that I, locker room. I think he got Bill Parcells' autograph once. That was why he's got the job. <laughs> Baker co-signed that move, basically. Yeah. Which, which is fair enough. You know, it's a quarterback league. You want your quarterback to be happy. Um, I can't really talk because the Steelers um, upgraded their Q- QB coach to the offensive coordinator based on Ben's uh, approval. So, you know, it does happen that way. Mm. It, you know, you want your QB to be happy. You're paying him the most amount of money out of anyone in the building. So that's fine. But to well, make him the head coach, I don't know. Um, I don't know if he's doing the play calling as well. But I doubt it, surely. I mean no, A lot I, of them do it. A lot of them want to keep hold of it. And, you know, they've made the right the, the thing for the Browns is they made the right moves. They yeah. made the right free agency moves. They've picked up some of the best wide receiver talent in the league. Uh they've drafted really well the last couple of years. Part of that is down to the building blocks that were put in place by people like Sashi Brown who took the fall, you know, by collecting draft picks. It is the fact that, you know, you've you're picking first and fourth or whatever it was and it's difficult not to have a good draft. Well, exactly, yeah, you're gonna hit, hopefully. Yeah. 
Um, it was effectively three first round draft picks. No, it was three. It was effectively four because I think they were picking. They've had a few years of multiple third. first round yeah, picks, you know. So third as well. So it was effectively yeah, four. First eventually, rounders. it's got to start working. and It has started working. They've got a very good team, okay. but they haven't gelled yet. They haven't played a game all together yet. So you know, they they need to work that in. What record would see Freddie Kitchens getting sacked early? Oh, at he's not getting sacked. No, he's, he's no, not. At getting what sacked. point? If they're zero and six, I still don't think they'd sack him. Okay. Because I think that they'd still look to Baker and say, look, you know, are you happy? And he'd say, look, we'll, we'll turn it around or something. You know, he, okay. I don't think, because Baker's that kind of guy, I don't think he'd throw anyone under the bus. Okay. He's very no, honest. That's, that's a bad He's honest, answer. but I think I... he's loyal at the same time. And I think that, you know, I mean, that's goes... just my opinion. From someone who's not connected to it in any way, that's just yeah. my impression of Baker Mayfield, is that he wouldn't be like, no, oh, we've got to get rid of him. I, in all honesty, think... If they're zero and six, which I don't think they will be, no, Freddie Fred Kitchens will be gone. <laughs> but then again, that's another knee-jerk move. That's the kind of old Browns movement. I don't yes. think that John Dorsey would do that either. Mm-hmm. So, no, I think that they would they would trust themselves that they could get out of any hole they put themselves into if if that was happening. I don't think it's going to happen. They're, yeah. they're still going. I think they're going to be very close to what they were last year. You know, what did they finish last year? Refresh my memory. It was eight, seven, and one, okay. wasn't it? So they had a winning record at least. Just. Yeah. Was it seven, eight, and one? I think it might have been seven, eight, and one. Now <laughs> you change your mind. I haven't got the internet here. Right? Mm. I don't know. Um but uh yeah, I I think they're gonna be close to their record. They might get to nine or ten wins, but I don't think they're gonna be quite at the level yet where they can properly challenge. It's not an easy division. It is not an easy division no. to get out of. Um you know, it's called. You well, know, you just get beaten up in that that league every single division game. You know, it's it's just not fun to play those games. So, and you've got a lot of players there that don't particularly like the fight. I know OBJ is injured a lot. You know, he's injured at the moment. I think. I <laughs> Why is he not? Oh, jeez. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Seven, eight, and one. We'll maybe. see how it goes. I I think that they've got some great talent there. It's hard not to root for them. Um, they've been their fans have been through the wilderness. So, out of any set of fans, they probably deserve a little bit of success. Nah. <laughs> I'm saying that as a Steelers fan. Nah. So, we'll see how it goes. But I don't think they... Yeah, I, I think you're right. The hype is probably a little bit over the top. You know which set of fans deserve success? Steelers? Broncos fans. Steelers fans. <laughs> Steelers. Right, let's get on with it there, Dave. Because yep. we want to do the picks and then we'll, we'll uh, clear off for the day. Because I'm going to get ready for some football on Thursday night. Yep. That game is the Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. What's going on? It's the oldest rivalry in league football. It is. Who's winning? I think it will be a very, very close game. Get off the fence. The pack. I'm not going on the fence. I'm just <laughs> giving you my synopsis of the game. <laughs> that hasn't Word of the day toilet paper. Go go. On. <laughs> um, Packers will win by a small margin. Mm. Okay. Uh, then we've got the Sunday game, starting with the Skins at the Eagles. Yes, Eagles by okay. a huge margin. <laughs> huge margin. All right, all right. Uh, another division matchup then. It's the Buffalo Bills at the New York Football Jets. This is going to be a dirty game. Ground and pound. Jets win. Jets win. Jets okay. win. Okay. How many touchdowns for Le'Veon Bell? 40. 40, okay, right. Uh, then we've got the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> At the Minnesota Vikings. So this is your team that you think are going to underachieve yeah. against my team that I'm looking forward to watching. Yes. Um, See if Falcons win coming out here then. 
No, Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> Vikings win, I think. Vikings win, okay. Yeah. Ravens at Dolphins. Do you need me to answer that one? Yeah, I do, yeah. That's Dolphins, how the game obviously. works. Dolphins. Dolphins? Yeah. Dolphins, good. Okay. No, not Ravens. <laughs> no, you can't change your mind, Dave. We all Ravens. heard it. All right. Ravens are 4-0 in the uh, preseason. That, means ob- nothing. that obviously matters. 100%. <laughs> Alright, so the Kansas City Chiefs at the 0-4 preseason Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> well, in preseason they've won one game between them. Um, yeah. yeah. Chiefs. Chiefs at the Jaguars. Yeah. Chiefs win? Okay. The Tennessee Titans at the Cleveland Browns. Titans. Ooh, Titans are really? another sneaky good team next season. Is it? I think so. Is it? So I'm going Titans. That's my... All right. That's my... That would be a bit of an upset to be honest. The Browns' yeah. first home game and they get smacked by the Titans. Yep. Okay. Uh it's the LA Rams at the Carolina Panthers. Rams. It's a game I'm looking forward to seeing. It's a good game. Yep. Rams. Okay. The Cincinnati Bengals at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. <laughs> that's like Could you said it any quicker? Absolute no brainer. Yeah. Uh the Indianapolis Colts at the LA Chargers. Come on you Colts, Chargers. <laughs> they will take that uh yeah, we'll take that. Okay, uh, the 49ers at the Buccaneers draw. I can't split this one. I can Come go back as a four. Um, wait, who's at home? The Bucks. 49ers. 49ers. Okay. 49ers. So there's no home is, advantage. Is the there Bucks, any then? with the impending hurricane that's going? Oh yeah, East Is there any danger? Not that, that I've heard. It's still scheduled because so. it was last year. Week one got cancelled. It did. It? Yeah. Um. So yeah. If it gets cancelled, then we'll say that you lost. Okay. Your pick. Yeah, sure. Uh, then we've got the... Technically, I said draw, so I'm <laughs> So, uh, NFC East matchup, the New York Football Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Maybe Dallas with Zeke. Football Cowboys. Maybe Apparently, Zeke will be there. Yeah, he's Maybe traveling, he won't. traveling back to Dallas today. Ooh. Apparently. And? Who's winning that game? Oh, Cowboys. I thought <laughs> you got to give me an answer. No, I did. I did give you an answer. I didn't hear it. <laughs> got set. Say it louder, Sonny. <laughs> the Detroit Lions at the Arizona Cardinals. And the award what a for matchup. dog shit game of the week. No, we're going to see the cards <laughs> on fire. Lions. 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 I like watching lions? the Lions. I like the Lions. Yeah, isn't we going to win? Yeah. You said you were. Oh, jeez. No, Lions. 0-4, preseason. We're all right, open. all right. Three games left then, Dave. First up, it's the late night game on Sunday. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers at the New England Patriots. Now. Here we go. <laughs> at the risk of our worldwide audience saying, I'm playing fanboy to you. I'm absolutely <laughs> Wait, no, not. that's not the truth. No. I think the Steelers will win that game. You're looking at me with shock. I'm waiting for you to say. No, no. They, I think never. the Steelers are going to win that game. <laughs> Yeah? I think you'll win. Okay. I think you're... Oh, no. <laughs> you <realize laughs> I just realised what done. that means. <laughs> no, I think you are... And the, the Patriots notoriously start slow as well. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I'm going the A-B-less Steelers. <laughs> Very happy to be A-B-less. Yeah, well... <laughs> you see someone put on their fan shirt for Antonio Brown, they um, masking taped over his name. And put AB is always bitching. <laughs> that was perfect. Well, speak the truth. Yep. The uh, Monday night games, then we've got two of them. First up, it's the Houston Texans. Yep. 
at the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints will win the Super Bowl and they will start by winning this game mm, by a okay. sensational margin. Huge margin. <laughs> okay. And then the final game of week one. Yeah, baby. Saved the best for last, haven't we, Dave? Absolutely. It's the Denver Broncos yes. at the Oakland Raiders. Are they still in Oakland this week? Uh, this week they are, yeah. This week they are. Um, obviously, I'm going to go for the Broncos. 100%. What, what are you really feeling, though? 100% Broncos. Yeah? Mm. Flacco, 1-0? Yeah. Excellent. Philip, Philip Lindsay, 1-0. <laughs> I think Flacco is going to surprise one or two people this season in the fact that he's not going to be throwing bombs as he, as he was. That's not surprising to me. Well, no, he's got a good deep ball. King will tell you that as well. He just can't hit anyone. It's in the air long enough. <laughs> <laughs> anyone can get hold of it it's a 50-50 by the time it comes down yeah. now, as I said before without going on a whole spiel about the Broncos as I normally do yeah um, I'm really looking, really looking forward to seeing us this season yeah I think we're going to be playing completely different schemes um, playing a lot of the time with two running backs playing constantly with two tight ends and it's going to make for a different kind of football than Broncos fans are used to um, the only thing that's going to happen with the Raiders is it's going to be giving it to their running back to smash into the wild line and get destroyed. And watching AB get really annoyed every time he doesn't get the ball. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> that is going to be it. interesting, that, isn't it? Watching that sideline. Yeah, it's just it, how much of it stops becoming interesting and turns into an unnecessary soap opera. I'm so glad he's not in because our team anymore. Last season... Don't want that drama. I got a bit bored of watching the whole Gra, uh, Gra, the whole Carl Gruden... Yeah. thing on the side I just got yeah. a bit bored with it I'm like I don't care show me something happening you haven't watched Hard Knocks then obviously no no, no 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 I mean last season show yeah. me something happening or it's just two guys bitching at each other on the sideline mm-hmm. I mean when I used to play soccer football me and my manager and my coach would always be shouting at each other but by the end of the game it was fine because that's the personalities that we were it might just be the same for those two yeah. Hard Knocks has been different but you're seeing the inside of it for the rest of the season we're not going to be seeing the inside all we're going to be seeing is what's on the sideline and everyone's going to be saying oh it's this it's that and blah, blah, blah. I'm just not that interested I'm I'm just not honestly <laughs> well there's your review of Hard Knocks then basically <laughs> well no Hard Knocks was good because you're seeing the inside but for the rest you're of the really, season you're not really you're seeing an airbrushed AB that's and you know, that's what seeing. they want the show yeah but you still look bad when you're showing there yeah I know it's cringeworthy <laughs> well, well that's, that's what the Raiders bought so well, all Good I can luck. say, all I can say is that the Broncos are going to win. Knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. Okay, so let's get out of it then, Dave. Uh, I'm going to oh, no, yeah, okay. get, I'm, I'm get out of it. I'm gonna go. Okay, so if you like the pod, remember to be subscribing and sharing, telling all your friends because that's the only responsible thing for you to do. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Jim and the King, uh, at Denver Dave Thirty at Cy underscore Philly at yep. Punk underscore Raider um, yeah check us all out on there we will get some more members of the pod back yep. um, next week uh, but until then I've been Jim that's been Denver David thank you so much for listening yeah.